0: I'm gonna give you tons of tips for Twitch streaming. If you're wondering why you should listen to my advice, I've been streaming for four years and I've done a lot of different things like charity streams, I've been on the Twitch front page, I uh, run multiple channels, not just one. (laughs) And I have a YouTube channel for, uh, I think, like two or three years now. I can't even keep up with the time anymore. So the first topic I wanna talk about is just some technical stuff. What I mean with this is you need to know how your webcam is working. So if you have a webcam, you need to know how you can set the white balance and everything like that. If you have a camera like a the Canon M50 or another mirrorless camera, or maybe a DSLR camera, you need to know how to connect that to your PC and how it just works. I want you to dive into this and see how you can prove your stream that way. Because if you tweak some settings, it might already look a little bit better. Lighting is super important, especially for a camera, because if you have a bad camera but good lighting, it can look very, very nice. Where if you have a good camera but bad lighting, it looks terrible anyway. So I recommend that you get some light on your face. Even if it's just the flashlight of your phone, it's better than no light. If you have no chance of getting any lighting in, just having a window on the other side, unless it's dark outside, of course. Please to stream from cable internet. If you are streaming from Wi-Fi, your connection is not 100% stable and you will get some drops in your uh, in your stream. People will get stutters and everything like that and you really don't want that. Usually internet via the cable is, is a little bit faster so that's also a reason to use the cable internet instead of the wireless one. Then another thing that's important is to learn the bots. So usually if you're a Twitch streamer, you have a bot in your chat that can either ban people for spamming links, or can share your information about I have a new YouTube video, or can just have some fun games for your viewers. I recommend that you get at least one of these in your chat and learn how to work with it. I've got a ton of videos about Twitch bots, for example Nightbot stream elements, and Streamlabs. So if you can't figure out how these work, I got your back. Now besides from bots, you also need a program to stream with. Most people stream with OBS or with Streamlabs OBS make sure that you learn how this program works. Even if it's just the basics of adding your game and your webcam. But I do recommend getting a little bit further in how things work, like filters and transitions and stuff like that. And then the last technical part that I wanna talk about is just your PC. Not every PC can stream every game with the highest FPS ever. Your PC is different than my PC, so I can't see what your PC can handle. But just test out and see what kind of games can I play on stream. Maybe you can only play some chill games because your PC can't handle it. Or maybe you can just stream whatever because you got a really powerful PC. Now I want to talk a little bit about how you can get discovered on Twitch. So let's focus on the things that you can do on Twitch itself first. One of the things that you can do is set up a stream title. When you're live, you'll be displayed next to a lot of other streamers. And they will all have a stream title. If your stream title is more engaging and more funny or Different than other stream titles, people might click on your stream. Same for the thumbnail. You can set a thumbnail for your stream, but if your stream looks more engaging, nicer, then people might be more inclined to click on it. When you go live, you can also set a custom notification message. This message will go out to all your followers that have the bell on, the notification bell. If you have something funny and engaging, something that they want to see, In that description, in that notification description, people are more inclined to click on your stream as well and come back to your stream. Another thing that you can do for discoverability on Twitch is using tags. If you use tags, some people search on them. Big tags that people search for are the LGBTQIA+, and the playing with viewer tags. Try and grab this opportunity to just add some tags to your stream that are relevant, obviously. Don't add non-relevant ones. <laughs> just to get that little bit more exposure, you know. It's more chance that people find you. Every stream, you can choose to rate somebody. You can either host or rate, but there's not that much different, and I got a video about that right here in the card above if you wanna know the actual difference between them. But rating gives you an opportunity to know somebody, and. Tell somebody that you're a streamer. Usually I pick people that I actually know that I've viewed already. So when I'm not live, I go to streams and I follow a couple of people that I think are interesting and then when I'm done streaming, I'm going to my follow tab and just rate somebody that I already know. I do recommend choosing somebody from your own size because getting a rate from three viewers isn't that exciting for somebody with 100 viewers, but it is super exciting for somebody with three viewers because they doubled their amount. Not that those people wouldn't be appreciative. But it's just more of an impact to somebody that's the same size as you. Another thing you can do is pick the right game. So some games, if you play those, there's going to be so many streamers playing those games and people can't really find you. Where other games, people are not really searching for, so nobody's going to watch you. So you want to find a middle ground between that. How Twitch Discovery works is the more views you have, the easier it is to get found. So what I do recommend is watching your own stream. It sounds a bit cringe, but if you watch your own stream, you have at least one viewer. There's a lot of people that don't watch their own stream and have zero viewers. Therefore, you will already be a little bit higher in the list, or more like a lot, because there's a lot of people with zero viewers, and people can fight you a little bit more easily. Then the last tip for discoverability on Twitch itself is to join other communities. If you're talking in other communities, people are going to be friends with you and going to be invested in who you are. Eventually people will know that you're a streamer and they will hop by your stream to just check you out if they like it They will hang around if they don't like it. Well, you tried (laughs) You can't win everybody. That's just something you know need to know you can't win everybody and that's alright when doing this though Please don't self promote don't try and bring up that you're a streamer because it's really rude The way to get people to know that you're a streamer is usually just hanging around for a while and people will find out that you're a streamer or rating them and it will basically tell them, oh, I'm a streamer and I'm sharing the love with you instead of just saying, I'm a streamer, I'm self-promoting. There's a lot of things outside of Twitch that you can do to get more discoverability. As growing on Twitch itself is pretty hard, growing outside of Twitch is a little bit easier and you can get those people from other platforms to your own stream. For example, starting a YouTube channel like I did. (laughs) So when you guys like my content, you might come over to my stream and say hi. You can also grow on other platforms like Twitter and Instagram, TikTok nowadays. But what you need to keep in mind is that a lot of people do this hashtag small streamers or hashtag support small streamers and these hashtags are not really working for your growth. So what happens with these hashtags is a lot of people are posting on them because they want to be found. Those are small streamers wanting views, just like you. But you have to think the other way around which people would actually view those support small streamers hashtags and go to people's streams. Not that many. There's a handful of people that are like, oh, I love to support some small streamers. But most of the time, small streamers are just not as great streamers as bigger ones because bigger ones have been doing it for longer. And you know, the chance that a bigger streamer is bad at streaming, it's just less big because they're already proven to be good at it. So for a lot of viewers, there's not really reason to go to the stack and find a small streamer. This makes it that using those hashtags is not really great as there's not that many people searching it. So when posting on Twitter and Instagram, for example, a good idea is to post little clips of your stream. This way you generate fear of missing out for all the people that wanted to see your stream because this was an awesome moment in your stream and they missed it. They need to be there next time there's an awesome moment, right? But besides that, also new people that don't know you yet can get a little bit of a hint of how your stream is like. They know if it's something for them or not. Another great platform that you can use for growth is Discord. So if you join discord servers from other streamers and you're talking that regularly, you make friends and well, friends like to support you. So they will check you out and if they like your stream, they will stick around. Don't go to a lot of discord servers, like hundred discord servers and just post your link in that promotion section. Because if you've never talked in that community, nobody's really interested in you. You can actually promote yourself in the promotion section as long as you're active in that community. Because then people are actually interested in what you do. Now we're going to talk a little bit about achieving goals and goal setting. The first thing I want you to be really careful about is that you blame others. I don't want you to blame others for that they have success. If they have the thing you want, it doesn't mean that you can't get it. It doesn't mean it's their fault that you're not getting it. A lot of people think that if they're just a girl showing some body parts that they will grow and because they're not, they can't grow. It's not the fault of those people that you're not growing. It's ridiculous to think that way. I'm a girl myself, I'm not showing parts, like you can make it that way as well. So when setting goals, it's important that you set goals that you can influence yourself. If you only set goals that are dependent on other people, then you will be feeling miserable if they don't work out. For example, if you want to get 100 followers this month, but you just didn't see 100 people, then it's not per se your fault that you didn't get those 100 people. It's out of your hands. It's 100 people that need to click on something to reach out your goal, that's weird. Where, where if your goal was to just stream three days a week, then you can set yourself to stream three days a week and you have made it. If nobody else would be there, but you will be streaming two days a week. You still achieved your goals. I do recommend setting goals for different time periods. For example, setting an ultimate dream goal where you say like, if I reach this, that would be amazing. When I started streaming for me, I set this goal that if I had 10k, Uh, followers 100 viewer average and i could live from streaming alone that i would be a big streamer and i would be just living the dream i want you to imagine what that would be for you and imagine it now because if you imagine it later you're gonna just bump up and bump up and eventually you're gonna want to be like i don't know having one million viewer average because you're never satisfied but outside of setting just a goal that is your dream, I want you to set goals for shorter periods of time. What do you want to achieve in a year? What do you want to achieve in a month? What do you want to achieve this week? And maybe even what do you want to achieve per stream? So if you do a stream and you are better talking and you want to improve that, you can say, I want to talk and I want to tell people two life stories, this, this stream. This way, you're focusing on something that you can Influence because you are telling the story and you're also setting goals that are achievable in the one stream. So when you've done that stream and you told two life stories, you know that you have achieved it. You have done the thing you wanted to achieve. I do recommend making goals that are helping each other. So if you have a weekly goal, make daily goals or per stream goals that actually help you achieve the weekly goal as well. To achieve your goal, it's important that you plan things. If you plan things, you know where to go and you know what to do. If you don't plan things, it's hard to keep up with your goals and keep up with just growing. If you just do whatever, it's just hard to work towards a target, towards a goal. What I do recommend is that you plan your streams. For example, for me, I stream on Tuesdays and Fridays, and that works well for me. I do stream on Mondays and Wednesdays as well, but that's on my other Dutch channel. And I just have those kind of separate. I do not recommend that you have two channels, by the way, if you're wondering. I just, it's my passion project, okay? But plan when you're going to be live. This is easy for you because you can hold yourself accountable, but it's also easy for the viewers because they know when you're going to be live. Some people really struggle with keeping up with schedules and they work better without a schedule. But for the viewers itself, it's easier to have a schedule because they know when you're going to be there. So I do recommend trying to keep up with a schedule and even if it's just one day a week, I want you to schedule it and hold yourself accountable for it. Don't plan seven days in a week because growing on Twitch is really hard and if you be live all the time, you don't have time to promote yourself on, for example, Discord, Twitter, YouTube, all that kind of stuff. So don't stream all the time, plus if you don't stream all the time, there, it, your content is going to be more unique. So if I was a viewer and you were live seven days a week, if I miss a day whatever, I miss a day, tomorrow I can catch you again. But if you stream only once a week, then I miss a day, I can't watch you for another week. So this is like a little trick as well. And if there's other streamers that stream more than you, and a viewer wants to watch both of you, they might go to you because they can't watch you on that other day when they can watch the other streamer. It's okay to stream a little bit longer than you plan to, if there's a hype train or you just got a big raid, because it's super important to hype things up and celebrate with your community. On the other hand, if you have a bit of a bad stream and there's just nobody coming and you just don't feel that well, it's okay to stop like a little bit earlier. I do recommend trying making the best of it, but it's alright to Adjust your schedule a little bit on how the stream is going. Again, plan your schedule around your goals, because if your goal is to get 100 followers on Twitter, but you never post on Twitter, it's not going to happen. And another thing that's really important is to plan event streams. Plan something that will hype up your community. I'm going to like talk a little bit more about the event streams l- later on in this video, but I do recommend you plan certain days to be an event stream, especially holidays like um, Halloween or Christmas could be really good event stream dates. Let's dive deep into the stream content itself now. I love to start my streams in the just chatting category. This way I can get to know my viewers a little bit more and we can have a little bit of an introduction before starting the game. I do recommend that you go over what's going to happen in the stream. What game are you going to play? Where are you going to focus on? For example, we're going to play some Stardew Valley today and we're in year one. It's winter right now and we have a few more things that we need for the community center. Just a few more. I'm not sure if we're going to make it in year one, but we're going to try to complete that community center in year one. Another thing you can say, for example, is today we're going to play Call of Duty, we're going to play competitive and we're going to try to get through a certain rank. I've never played Call of Duty, so I don't really know which ranks there are, but let's say Platinum or something like that. That's probably a thing. This way, viewers know what to expect and you kind of have an introduction, which is always great. So if you don't have a lot of viewers, it's hard to just start chatting at the start, but talk about what you're going to do, talk about how your day was, talk about things you worked on in the meanwhile, and that way you have something to say, even if there's nobody watching. And then you can always hop into the game right after, but just take a little bit of time to tell a little bit about yourself, tell a little bit about what you're going to do. Besides from having an introduction to your stream, it's also good to have a recap on your stream. What did we do in this stream? We lost a lot of matches this stream and we actually... Our gold now in Overwatch is set off Platinum. It really is bad, but you know, we have fun. Or it was so much fun playing Don't Starve Together with you all. We got this pace and we survived the winter. Yay. This way you recap for people that have missed a little bit of your stream and you get that fear of missing out, next stream they want to see the rest of your stream because they know what happened in this one and it was fun and it was nice and they missed it. It's also good to introduce a person that you want to rate because then people know why you're going to this person, tell a little bit about the game they're playing and why you're going there. Tell them when you're going to be live as well because you want them to be there next time you're live. This is also a great moment to plug your own Discord server. If you haven't one yet, make one right now, because Discord servers are the greatest way to keep in touch with your community when you're not live. To fill up the space when you're just talking, it is always nice to have some music playing in the background. But you have to be really careful with this music, because you can't just copy music from Spotify and just listen to it. People will copyright strike you, and if you get too many copyright strikes, or known as DMCA's, then your channel might be taken down. As in, you're getting banned from Twitch. You don't really want this to happen, so I recommend just playing music that you're allowed to play. A good way to get your viewers interested in the game you play is to involve them in some way. For example, in my Sergio Valley game, I named some cows and some other animals after my viewers. You can also just play a game with them, or involve them by the character building process. Which nose should we choose? Which hair? Just give them a choice and make them feel like they have impact on the stream. You are there to entertain your viewers and your viewers aren't there to entertain you. So you are the boss of your own chat and you need to keep things up. If there's no entertainment, you need to create it. You don't have to wait for chat to be active, to make content because you need to be there to make that content for them. That's why you need to be talking. If you're just staring at the screen, people are just going to click away. They're not going to say hi because they see you're sitting there. You need to make them say hi by saying something funny or saying something that they want to comment on. Talking on stream is really, really hard for some people. And I do have a video about how to talk when nobody is watching. You might be wondering which language should I stream in? If you're like me, English might not be your first language. Are you feeling comfortable talking English, because if you're not, you shouldn't be streaming in English. It is a really personal choice to make if you want to stream in your own native language or in English. I have to say, growing in English can be really hard because there's so many streamers streaming in English. There are some downsides of not living in the UK or in the United States, and those are going to be prominent in your life if you stream in English. For example, getting free games might be a little bit harder than when you're streaming your own language. On the other hand, your own language might be a small country, might not have that many people on Twitch, and there might not be that many people viewing. So you need to kind of look at how many people are viewing your language, how many viewers are there in there, and is it profitable for me to stream in it? If there's just 10 viewers in your language, your max is gonna be 10 viewer average which is not that high and you're never going to reach that with just 10 viewers on Twitch. But if there's 1 million viewers and just 10 streamers, then it's a great gold mine, and you should get on it. When streaming, you should 100% focus on your stream. You shouldn't be looking at your phone like that. This looks so distracting. It looks like you don't even care about your own stream. If you don't care, why, why would your viewer care about your stream? So keep your Attention to your stream and keep your focus. Talking about focus, what you should do is focus on one target audience. Target audience is basically who do you want to view your stream? For me, my target audience of these videos are streamers because streamers need tips for streaming. Makes sense, right? Not for everybody that makes as much sense as it does for me right now. I've been talking with my my hands and my body a little bit. You can see it, but I do that because when I talk, it speaks a lot more you can speak with more than just your mouth if you speak like this people are going to be more engaged in what you have to say if you sit and just talk like this this is not very engaging also try and get some difference in your voice we can talk a little bit slow and and just quiet and then we can talk like fast and, and loud and the difference between those two will give you a lot of room to make jokes with but also just it will keep people's attention more at your stream if you do that. Another thing that you really need to do is looking into the camera lens. If you don't look into the camera, it feels really weird. If you talk to somebody and you don't look them in the eyes, it is super awkward. That's kind of how it feels like if people are not looking into the camera. Yeah, yeah. Just, you know, try and do it natural, like you talk to somebody. You can look away for a sec, that's all right, but just act like this is a person. The camera lens, is a per- you are a person. And because you want to look into the camera, like you're talking to somebody and looking in their eyes, you want to make sure that your eyes are very visible. If you don't have enough lighting, they might be not that visible. So make sure that you can see your eyes well, just to make that connection with the viewer a little bit better. We're gonna talk about graphics now. So what do you need for a stream? You need some overlays, either for just your webcam or you want some fancy overlays with BR back screen starting soon and stuff like that. You can get them on multiple sites like NarutoDai or or owned.tv. I do have like some webcam borders and some panels on my Discord server. If you join my Discord server, there's a lot of free stuff in there that you can just use. So yeah, go in it, just do it, grab the free stuff. I do recommend that you don't go too overboard with your graphics because If you have too many things on your screen, people are just gonna be distracted. Just try and keep it really smooth and clean. Try and fill everything out on your profile, get yourself a profile picture, get yourself a banner image, get yourself an intro video, get yourself panels, fill in the about me section, try and fill everything in. Because if you haven't filled in everything, it just feels lazy. It just feels like you're not taking yourself seriously. And why would somebody else take you seriously if you don't even take yourself seriously? Another thing you need for your stream is emotes. At least if you are a Twitch affiliate or a Twitch partner, then you need emotes. It's hard to make emotes yourself. Uh, I know because I've drawn some, so that's why I drawn some for you. So if you don't have a budget or no, no skills to make them yourself, then uh, just grab them from my Discord. It doesn't matter. They're free for you. What you can also do is commission somebody to make emotes for you. They can be a little bit pricey though. Usually they go between $5 and $45, which is a huge difference. And you can't really say if $5 is going to be better than $45. Just look at an artist you like and and just commission them with that artist and ask beforehand how much they're going to cost. A good way to find these artists would be on Twitter or on Twitch, for example. Let's talk about money. Don't get too focused on trying to get sponsorships. At the start, there's not going to be a lot of companies interesting in sponsoring you things. So don't try and get those because companies that are going to reach out to you when you have one or two of your average are just sponsors that trying to get you to promote them for free. There's so many companies trying to take advantage of small streamers and don't fall for that, please. A sponsorship is you getting something without having to pay anything. So don't worry about getting those. Then another question I get asked a lot is how much should I spend on a streaming setup? This is totally up to you. You can go for 5K if that's what you wanna spend and you can spend, you know, some people are just rich. Or you can go for the bare minimum and just use your phone. You can stream from your phone if you just run a just chatting stream. It doesn't cost extra money then. But the amount of money that you want to spend in your streaming setup, I would recommend comparing that to a hobby. So for example, if you would go play soccer and you need soccer equipment, what would be the max you want to spend on that? Spend that on streaming because the chance that you're going to be a pro soccer player is not that big. So you're spending it on a hobby. Do that with streaming as well. Just keep in mind that you might make it back someday, but you're probably not. So that's why you don't want to spend money you can't miss so like you can earn your money back like i said but a lot of people think that this is some kind of get rich quick scheme and it's totally not you're probably going to spend more money in your equipment than you're going to get back but it's really nice if you can earn everything back the amount of money you will earn i can't predict at all because It will be really, really dependent on how many people subscribe to you, how many people donate to you, how good you are at getting sponsors later on. So it's no way of telling you how much you're going to make. But the thing I know is to get that first $100, you're not going to get in the first month of affiliate, most likely. There are some people that do, but there's a lot of people who don't. So just keep that in mind. Now we're gonna talk a little bit about the community building because that's really important. If you cannot build a community, the chance that people stay with you and keep watching your stream is just really small. So you need to focus on making a community and letting people come back to your stream and watch it over and over again. Building a community is making friends with people. This is why you wanna get personal with people. Just generally being interested in what they do and to become friends with them. You are the leader though. So if there's people that aren't that nice, like, trolls and stuff like that, bend them, get them out, make sure that it stays a positive place for everybody. To help you do this, you can choose moderators. I do recommend that you choose people that you trust and you know a little bit more about, um, because they represent who you are and if they say something weird, you indirectly say something weird as well. If you have too many moderators, your whole chat will be full of moderators and that doesn't look great to new people either. It will scare them off because they know that everybody can ban them. So try and not get too many moderators. When people join your chat and you have their chat window open, you might see when somebody comes in without them saying anything or following or anything like that. I do recommend that you do not call these people out. These people are just lurking your stream. They're watching your stream without saying anything, they just wanna enjoy it. If you call them out, they're most likely to just go away. So don't do it. <laughs> they won't feel awkward and people don't like feeling awkward. Be grateful for all the follows you do get though. If somebody follows you or somebody gives a subscription, bits, or anything like that, be genuinely grateful. Because Those people are there, just spending the time with you, that is huge, right? As a leader, people expect you to do what you say, so don't make a lot of empty promises. Always, like, what you promise, try to do the thing you promise. Otherwise, people start believing less in you, and you will lose faith. To be more of a genuine person, you need to have an opinion. If you don't have a, an opinion about anything, it feels weird and you feel really fake. So you don't have to be having an opinion about everything, but there's just some things that you need to have a strong opinion about. For me, I love cows. If somebody doesn't like cows, that's crazy. I love cows. Why wouldn't you like cows? Cows are amazing. I just, I don't know. People just think that I'm weird because I like cows, but that's alright. People can not think I'm weird because I like cows. That's a, like, nobody, not everybody's gonna like cows, and that's, that's totally fine. Be careful with some topics, though, because sometimes, you know, you don't want to get, uh, cancel cultured. (laughs) If you're playing a game with somebody on stream, make sure that they know that you're live, because it would be a bit weird if they are on your stream, and they don't know that they're live that the whole world is gonna be able to hear them. So make sure that you tell them that you're gonna be live that time. So they know just what's going on. Like I mentioned before, event streams are really great for community building. That makes people hyped and it makes people feel like a team. So for example, if you raise money for charity, you can all come together and help and reach that goal that you set for the charity stream. Or you can celebrate that you have gotten 100 followers because together we have done that. And it makes, People feel more like one community instead of a bunch of people that just watch one stream. It's okay to be sad on stream, but don't be like super sad all the time. You can be showing emotion and just showing like, oh, I am happy today or I had some really bad day and it's gonna be alright guys. But try and keep your stream kind of positive and don't make being sad or angry the main topic of your stream. Keep, try, try and keep the positive vibes in there. Be consistent with your values, it's weird if you change your values from one day to another one. If the one day you love cows and the next day you hate cows, that is super weird and people are gonna think you're fake. So stay with your values, don't change them overnight. There are gonna be people that are gonna give you subscriptions or bids or donations and some of them might be giving you a lot of money. And these people might just be nice and giving you money, but there's also some of them that think that it will influence how you act to them. They, they expect you to play games with them. They expect you to do more than you would for other viewers. You don't own them anything. So please don't think that you have to play games with them or you have to do more than you do for your other viewers. People are free to donate, but you're not for sale. You, you can't buy more of your attention like that. Let's talk a little bit about things you need to learn to be a streamer. Cause not everything comes just as natural for everybody. For example, telling stories is just a hard thing to do, but you can get better at storytelling. I did read a book. Um, let's see. Here it is <laughs> a long story short. I definitely recommend reading this book. It really helps you just to generate more stories and make things sound more interesting and fun. I think the best thing is to learn from other streamers and streamers that are just a little bit bigger than you. If you try and learn from people that have 1000 fewer average, they're going to have a whole different environment as you. So they don't have to interact with chat or anything like that because the chat is going insane anyway. So learn from the people that are doing a little bit better than you and see what they do a little bit better than you to get to the same level. You can even learn from yourself as well. It does sound a bit weird, but if you go to your own thoughts and watch it, you can see whenever you got bored of yourself and what you thought was really great about your stream. Another thing to learn is to ask questions. So if somebody enters your chat and talks a little bit about themselves or that they, try and ask them more questions. The more questions you ask, the more they have to say. So try and see that not only you reply to somebody, but you're also asking a new question for them to answer again. The last thing I want to talk about is just your happiness and your your mind. Just keeping everything on track, I guess. I want you to be careful to watch out for burnouts because if you're a streamer, it feels like every minute you need to do something to be able to grow. Every second of the day, you can do something to make your stream better, To get more views, because if I talk to 10 people right now, then those 10 people might come to my stream. If I sleep a little bit shorter, I might have more time to record my stream. But of course it's just important to keep your mental health there, to sleep enough to just do those things that you need to keep yourself on track. If you have to play games because they're popular, definitely don't do that, because that will make you super sad and people are gonna see that anyway. So do play games that you do like because people are going to see that you're enjoying yourself. Some people might be asking, "What if I'm an introvert instead of an extrovert?" Well, I am not an extrovert myself. It might seem that way because I'm streaming and I'm making YouTube videos, but I'm not that goofy pe- talking to people. So I had to learn everything myself as well. You can learn things It might be a little bit harder for you to ask questions and to start conversations, but you can definitely learn it. And then how can I get motivation to actually start the stream and just go? I think it's just a thing that you need to do. (laughs) If you don't want to stream, hey, okay, that's fine. If you really want to do it, just go for it. There are some people that really get distracted by the viewer count and just only talk when there is somebody watching but twitch is pretty bad with displaying the viewer count sometimes there's people watching and it says that nobody's watching or there's nobody watching and it says that there's people watching i've noticed that when i had 20 people talking in chat sometimes it just said that there were no people that just happens on twitch i wish it wasn't but it is that way So if you get distracted by the viewer count and you feel like you only need to talk when there's somebody watching, turn off that viewer count. Just treat it like there's always people watching and there's always people listening to you because there might be. And if those people tend to be trolls and they try to make fun of you, don't get discouraged by them at all. Those are people that they don't really hate you. They don't really think you look bad or anything like that. They're just there because they think it's funny to make you feel bad. So just ban them and go on with the stream because it's nothing personal at all. And last thing I wanna talk about is that you will get rejected for things. There will be sponsorships that you get rejected for. Maybe you get rejected for the partner program on Twitch. It's gonna happen to you. Things are not always kind of work out like you want them to. But keep trying. If there's one sponsorship you can't get, try it again next year, try another one. If you can't get Twitch partner the first time you try, try it again and try it again. A lot of people don't get it the first time. It's, it's normal. There's even a lot of companies that know that you gave up the first time and therefore you are not gonna get that sponsorship where if you're gonna try it every year, they might give you that sponsorship quicker because they know you really, really want this.